0: Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Roadmap to Heaven here on Covenant Network. I am Adam Wright, and I am always delighted to be with you each and every morning. Today is no exception. Let's begin our day together in prayer in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. O oh, Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my joy, prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day for all the intentions of your Sacred Heart in union with the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world in reparation for my sins, for the intentions of all my relatives and friends, and in particular for the intentions of the Holy Father, Amen. We dedicate all of our thoughts, words, and actions to the greater glory of God in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, once again, it's just great to be with you on this Wednesday morning. And, um, you know, I was just so inspired. I have to tell you, I was so inspired driving in this morning. I, I was listening to the Sunrise Morning Show, which is on right before Roadmap to Heaven here. And they were talking about the Eucharistic pilgrimages next summer that are going to be making their way across the country, uh, making their ways across the country from four different locations. And I, I am so excited for this. I mean, what a great opportunity to give witness to our belief in the real presence of our Lord in the Most Holy Eucharist. And I, I was just thinking, you know, what can I do? What can I do with my family? What can I do with my kids? This is going to be a big year for the rites. School starts a week from yesterday, right? We're going to have a second grader this year. First Reconciliation, First Holy Communion. Catechesis for such things started last night again. We're in the new session of catechesis at the home. Uh, We started last night around the, the dining room table. And we have a kid going into eighth grade, which means confirmation for him. And he was sitting at the, uh, the table last night with his books, The Lives of the Saints. He had, he had about four different books, and he was going through. He's like, Dad, i got to learn about these saints because I'm going to have to pick a confirmation name, and we're supposed to pick a saint's name. He's ahead of the game here. He doesn't even—you know, they haven't even started confirmation prep in his religion class because he hasn't started school yet, but we've been working on this at home. He's gravitating, by the way, towards St. George because, well— He likes dragons. He likes the thought of St. George slaying the dragon. But he's doing his research. And we're talking last night about all of these things, and we got into a conversation about our Lord's presence in the Eucharist. And as I'm thinking about this procession that's going to take these four processions that are going to take place, as I think about the Congress, as I think about this revival year, as I think about what's going to happen in our home, it just all hit me as I was driving up Hampton Avenue here to say, we got a lot of work to do. And by we, I mean my wife and I, and I mean in our home. And friends, I cannot say enough that the Eucharistic revival starts with you and I, and it starts in our homes with our family, with our loved ones, and with everyone we come in contact with. But we have to have that devotion and that that faithfulness to our Lord swelling up in our own homes first. Let's have a revival in our own homes. Today on the show, we're going to hear a couple homilies. One is on Eucharistic Adoration. So talking about that very thing, uh, we're going to get a lesson on that. And then we've got two from Father Rippiger on Stages of the Interior Life. I'm excited about that one. Greg Robson and I have almost concluded our series on the seven deadly sins. Today we're going to be talking about lust. We've got some great music for you, the Daily Dose of Encouragement, and uh, Mike Roberts has the weather and our saint of the day. So let's go to him and find out what our weather has in store and what saint he wants to share with us today.
1: Today is the feast day of St. Teresa Benedicta of the Cross, a martyr. Born in 1891 in Breslau, Germany, which is now Wrocław, Poland, her birth name was Edith Stein, and her parents were devoted to their Jewish faith. However, by the time she was a young teenager, Edith had become disenchanted with any spiritual journey at all and was an avowed atheist. As she witnessed the devastating impacts of World War I, Edith was moved to become a nurse. Once she began her studies, she moved quickly all the way through to receive her doctorate and in the process came across the writings, the works and the life of St. Teresa of Avila and was deeply moved by the Carmelite journey. This led Edith to a complete spiritual reset. And on January 1st, 1922, Edith Stein was baptized into the Roman Catholic Church. Initially, she taught at a Catholic school, but A Nazi law passed in 1933 forced her to leave that position because of her Jewish ancestry. So she began the process of becoming a discalced Carmelite nun and in 1934 became a novice, taking the name Teresa Benedicta of the Cross. As joyful as her experience was, this was an extremely dangerous time and eventually Teresa and her sister Rosa, who had also converted and become a Carmelite, were sent to the Netherlands for their protection. But in 1940, the Nazis invaded the Netherlands, and in 1942, after the bishop there called for the protection of all inhabitants and denounced the Nazis, all Jews and those with Jewish ancestry were arrested. Teresa and Rosa were sent to Auschwitz, where they died on this day, in 1942. St. Teresa Benedicta of the Cross, please pray for us. I'm meteorologist Mike Roberts for Covenant Network, Have a blessed day.
0: Saint of the Day can arrive each morning by subscribing on your favorite podcast player. Search Covenant Network to see all our
2: podcasts. Consecration to Mary. My Queen and my Mother, I give myself entirely to you. And to show my devotion to you, I consecrate to you this day my eyes, my ears, my mouth, my heart, my whole being without reserve. Wherefore, good mother, as I am your own, keep me, guard me, as your property and possession. Amen.
0: we've been talking about seven deadly sins with greg robson and corresponding virtues we can practice as we seek to combat them with the help of god's grace today we're going to talk about one that we all struggle with men especially that is the sin of lust and the solution to that is chastity and greg we've got some great saints that we can turn to but how does chastity help us combat lust
3: you bet so when we're looking at vices and virtues it's always the challenge of getting at uh, the root cause. So what, you know, is there something from my past, something, something I was exposed to when I was younger, um, an an experience that I had that planted seeds for uh, a particular vice like lust to grow in my heart. So when we're approaching these vices, trying to overcome them, sometimes the mistake is not digging a little bit at root causes. So the answer to lust is chastity. And chastity is not just about bodily self-restraint or command. It is a purity of heart. So some some great strategies to, uh, to pick. Like in, in this life, boredom is going to come. You know, we're going to encounter times when uh, we've lived a life being used to being uh, stimulated, entertained. Um, We live in an electronic age. But this is not something that we're entitled to. We're made for Christ, not all the things that satiate and, and satisfy and fill us on this earth. But it's Easy for us to fall into a pattern, acting and living as if we're going to be satisfied, like something that we're going to seek is going to fill that God-shaped hole in our heart. But that's that's a lie, and that comes from from the fall. So it's good to get specific. So if this is a, 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 a vice that you're struggling with, you want you want to get specific. When I feel that way, I'm tempted by that thought, I'm going to do this. Maybe a particular project, maybe just a certain lustful thought that you struggle with at times. When I think that thought, when that thought comes to mind, I'm going to get busy with this project in the garage or this thing that I've been trying to get done. I'm going to connect those two things. When I struggle with this, I don't want to be that person. I don't want to think that way. I'm going to get busy with this task, which is productive, it's fruitful. That's a great strategy, it's really specific.
0: What do they say? The idle mind is the devil's playground. You find yourself bored. He's going to start pushing all those temptation buttons, whether it's lust or whatever it is. So I love that, to go out and find something to do. Now, uh, this is a sin that, as we said, a lot of us have struggled with it, including some of the great saints. And St. Saint Augustine is one you bring to mind. And I love the quote that you recently shared when it comes to St. Augustine and chastity. It, I mean, it's as real as it gets.
3: Yeah, that's right. He says, Lord, make me chaste, but just not yet. So St. Augustine came to an understanding of what needed to change inside of him. And he he was like, ooh, ooh, I'm not so sure about that. <laughs> let's, uh, let's slow that down. So in our day and age, we get bored and uh, dissatisfied and t- maybe tempted to turn to uh, some form of entertainment. But in the place of that, we can put prayer. Or uh, an exercise, like go take, I'm going to go take a walk. I'm going to move my body to try to change the pattern on the inside of ourselves uh, to form uh, new ways of thinking and and new habits. So thank you, St. Augustine, for your humble example of seeking chastity and purity of heart.
0: All right. Well, if you're looking for a project to occupy your time, You can go through and watch some great videos on Growing in Virtue on our YouTube channel for Covenant Network. Just look up Covenant Network Catholic Radio. Or in the meantime, listen to Good Catholic Radio while you're out in the garage working on that project or working around the house. But don't let yourself get bored. And as always, when you do, keep those things that are the gateways away from you. So if that means you have to put the phone away... Put the phone away. Greg, thank you for your insights today on this sin of lust and that virtue of chastity.
1: Daily Offering
0: God the Father, I thank Thee for creating me. God the Son, I thank Thee for redeeming me. God the Holy Spirit, I thank Thee for sanctifying me. Infuse into my thoughts, words, and actions Thy grace so that they may be supernaturally pleasing to Thee and supernaturally rewarding to me forever. O blessed Trinity, abundantly assist me in becoming that which thou intended me to become when thou created me. For in thy perfection I will give thee the glory thou desirest
1: of me, and in that perfection I will find my greatest joy in heaven. Amen.
0: We are midway through the week here on The Daily Dose of Encouragement. And if you like continuity, you probably love The Daily Dose of Encouragement because every week we pick a theme and we have the same theme all week. Well, we are taking that to a whole nother level this week as Patty is sharing with us 2,000 years of continuity of our Catholic faith. Patty, what's in store today?
2: Well, here's a question for all of us. It was posed to me, actually, by the bishop of Jefferson City when I was recently speaking there, and he spoke beforehand to the women at this conference, and he said, How do we know that a church is Catholic? And it was kind of a rhetorical question. Now, I sat there, and I was thinking, well, the Eucharist, or how do we know that a church is Catholic because of the Eucharist is there, or the Mass is set, or the sanctuary light. I'm thinking of all these things. And guess what his answer was? He said, What actually makes it Catholic? If it's in union with the local bishop, it's the bishop, he said. In order for that parish to exist as a Catholic parish, it must be in union with the local bishop. There are no Lone Ranger parishes. There are no Lone Ranger priests and Eucharists. We know it's Catholic when it's in union with the local bishop. I love that. And so I was blown away then when I read this excerpt from St. Ignatius of Antioch, who lived approximately between the years 35 and 107 A.D., early church father. Listen to this. All of you follow your bishop as Christ does the Father. Follow also the presbytery as apostles and honor the deacons as the ordinance of God. Let no one practice anything having to do with the church apart from the bishop. That Eucharist is to be considered valid, which is under the authority of a bishop or under one he has appointed Where the bishop appears, let the fullness of the people be, as wherever Jesus Christ is, there is the Catholic Church. It is not permitted to baptize or hold an agape feast apart from the bishop. Rather, whatever he approves is acceptable to God, so that everything you do may be safe and valid. I love that quote. Again, that quote is from St. Ignatius of Antioch from the years 35 to 107. And here it is, 2,000 years later. The bishop is still the head of the local church. 2,000 years later, we are assured of the validity of our parishes, our priests, and the sacraments when they are in union with the magisterium of the church. His words to us are pertinent, and it's timeless Is that awesome or what? 2,000 years of continuity. You gotta love it.
0: Well, I hope our radio listeners have enjoyed today's show. I've had a lot of fun being with you. To those of you listening on the podcast replay, I just want to share with you. You might be saying, Adam, there's a lot of things you sometimes mention at the beginning of the podcast that that we don't hear at the end throughout the podcast. And that's because we don't play the full radio show on the podcast. It's just a, a truncated version of it. And so I want to encourage you, if you're looking for even more goodness from Roadmap to Heaven, well, join our radio listeners who are listening live right now. Every weekday morning, 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. on Covenant Network, you can find your station or you can stream online at ourcatholicradio.org, or you can download the Covenant Network app and listen live on that app as well. It really is more fun listening to the live show, but know this, we are grateful for all of our listeners, whether you're listening on the radio right now or listening to the podcast replay later on. We are glad that you are with us. We're praying for you. Please continue to pray. For us, Let's close out our day today in prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. All glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Mary, Mother of the Church, pray for us. St. Joseph, Terror of Demons, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen you know i mentioned earlier that our son's looking at saints the lives of the saints in an effort to get a jump start on picking his confirmation name and he was shocked when i told him you know you have three patron saints already and he goes what how do i have three patron saints already i said well your first name you're named after a saint with your first name your middle name is named after a saint and the saint whose feast day we celebrate on the day of your birth is another one of your patron saints so there's three. That's a good starting point. It, it, it begs the question, though, how well do you, how well do you know your patron saints? Maybe do a little research about them today. Get to know them. Go to them for their intercession. They would be delighted to pray for you. And don't forget to ask your guardian angel to be with you as well. While we're at it, let's offer a few prayers today on this Wednesday for the holy souls in purgatory who are awaiting the blessed vision of heaven, the bliss of heaven. For Covenant Network, I'm Adam Wright. Thanks for being with us on Roadmap to Heaven today. And as the Blessed Mother wants to remind you, pray your rosary today.